This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the following year we get promoted, but it's it's a it's a season of two no, halves. Remember the start. Going to say it's a season of two halves, and mm-hmm. and we we start with Mister Vladimir Ivich. What a human he was. Well, well <laughs> you you say human. You say, you say human. This is a man. He got out of a coffin somewhere. He this did. is a man who daylight should never strike. Was roughly, wasn't he? Jesus Christ, he was. How <laughs> the blood out of a stone, that fella. <laughs> Tell us about Vladimirovich's introduction. Obviously, we're going to end up getting to Huddersfield. What? But I'm going to I'm going to charge you with one thing. What was the good parts of Vladimirovich? There's a challenge ever that he left. That was the best. Part. <laughs> um, no, look, I I understood where he was coming from and what he was trying to do. So you again, mm-hmm. nuances behind it is myself. Delefeu, Pereira, Capoue, Decore, Welbeck, Gray, Will Hughes, Chalaba. Did I already say Fozzie? No, no, no I think so. Saw 11 of us. Six of you have got to go to balance the books. So it was a case of they looking at championship. Well, Saw, if he he'll, if he plays, he'll get us up. We can sell him the following year. He stays. Dre's probably more suited to the championship. This is their, this is what they're telling us, by the way, not my opinion, what they're telling us. Dre's more yeah. suited to the championship, age profile, he can play, we can resell him. So they do this thing, and then Husey and Chalab are the same. They're, they're, there's more value in going up with them as opposed to selling them currently now. Now you're left with Pereira, Delefeu, myself, Caps, Welps, Fozzie. That's the six. They've got two years on Fozzie. Fozzie had a chat with them. Like, I'm I'm happy to stay. Let's get promoted. Cool. Now there's five of us. You five, sort your shit out. We're not going to help you out. We're not going to pay you up. Get out of here. Get your agents to get you out of here. Wow. That's, that's, literally, that's literally the conversation. It's go and, go and speak to your agents. That's, and that's, your first, that's your first week of pre-season. Fucking hell. Image at the time. I don't want anyone involving me who's not going to be here. Yeah. 
Fair enough. I, I, I agree with that. No problem. What happens is, fast forward into the Huddersfield game, Caps is still there. I'm still there. Fozzie's still there. All these people that you went, fuck you, do one. Mm. We're all here now going, now what? Mm. Because you're going to, now the club's going, well, we couldn't move them on for whatever reason. We are, you know, we're going to have to use them because you're not going to have this amount of value not being used. And that's where the problems come in. Because he'd already, he hadn't said, look, while this situation's working itself out, you lot stay over there. When it, if it sorts stuff out, you can come back here. But no hard feelings. I get his business. He was like, I only want people that want to be here. Yeah. Well, we didn't want. We didn't ask to leave. Yeah, we <laughs> <were>. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a business decision. So when it when it came to it, Pereira left, Delafeu left, Dukesy left. I stayed. Caps went in the January, didn't he? Because Caps played against Huddersfield, probably the worst game of football ever. Said a human have. <laughs> And I remember, I remember we was on the be- I was on the bench, and the, the, the story starts from when we when we did the the day before. So we did the team. I was on the bench, no problem. And then he asked to speak to me, and I went to find him. He wasn't in his room, so I was like, oh, no problem, because we had like a fifteen minute turnaround from when I was told he wanted to see me to being on the bus to leave. And we had a policy: the bus is le- let's say it's twelve o'clock. The bus is leaving at twelve. So if you're twelve oh one, we're leaving without you. So. I've obviously gone, missed the bus, go grab a bite to eat. He wasn't in there. Went to his office, wasn't there. When that, let's go and get on the bus. I'll speak to him on the bus. Walk past with the bus. I bus you all right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Get to the hotel. No problem. Gaffer, do you want to speak to me? No, no, all good. No problem. All right, sweet. Not knowing any issues at this point. Next morning, Gaffer's not happy with you. Fuck did I do? Oh, you didn't go and see him. I said, I spoke to him twice. Whether he wanted to see him, he said no. I don't know. Then, before we go to pre-match, Gaffer, everything all right? I heard you wanted, I'd come see you, I couldn't find you, you said there was no problem. No, no, no problem. Okay, no problem. On the bench, it brings, every, what was it, 2-0 loss, 3-0 yeah, loss? 2-0. Mm-hmm. It brings everybody else on, but me and the goalie at the time, I want to say Batman. It probably and was. It, no, it was Fozzie, wasn't it? Because he, he went he went dribbling and got caught out and then Kapoor got goal, in the corner, yeah. But it was me and Batman, whoever the, I think it was Batman was second choice goalie. Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, on the bench, yes, yes, you're quite right, you're quite sorry, right. Sorry, on the bench, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and, me and Batman on the bench. And Daddy's now looking at me going, what are you going to do? Well, he's made his decision. And nastily, I'm laughing now. You've made your decision. I can't play. You're losing 2-0. Mm. You look like an idiot, not me. <laughs> no problem. So I'm like, no worries. He's like, you're going to kick off after? I said, no, no, it's not about me. Remember, he bought Caps off and Caps walked around the whole of the pitch. It took him about 45 minutes to get around. He had his, <laughs> had his boots in his hand by that point. Yeah. Walk around the whole thing, like his boots in his hand, and he's literally at a point now where it's just like he's lost everyone. Like everyone's gone. Ismail Asar was playing, but was jogging because he was just because his his focus was win one nil, and that's it. Score first goal, defend for the rest of it. And we were like, yeah. this is the championship. Like it, it doesn't work like that. It work like that now. If you get to one nil, as proved at the weekend, you get to one nil, you've got to take your chances to score the second goal or the third goal because there'll be a ten minute spell where this other team comes on top. Yeah, doesn't matter. I've done Leicester games where they battered teams, they lose, and Leicester leads the other day exactly the same thing. Yeah, same game. We're not. Yeah, you 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 can't even if you're better than the other team, you can't be comfortable at one nil in the championship. It's just impossible. Mm. Yeah, so he basically lost everyone at that point, and then obviously in the change room afterwards, it was still spaced out because it was still COVID back end of COVID, and I was sat next to Fuzz and he's come round, shook everyone's hand, and I'll see you all tomorrow. But I think I think at this point he'd already been told lose this and you're done because he's at, after the game he wasn't angry or anything. It was kind of like resigned, just resigned to, to the yeah. fact it was done. So he's mm. like, look, see you all tomorrow. Have a nice weekend. Gone round, shook everyone's hand. Goes to Fozzie, who's here. I'm next to him. And then it's Craig Kafka. 
shook Fozzie's hand. I've got my hand out like that, walked straight past me, went to Craig. Said, all right, Fozzie's like, what's he done that for? I was like, mm. I, and I literally said, he's a, he's a fucking idiot, mate. Don't worry about him. He'll be gone soon. That's all I said. That's the only bit that I regret because I said it out loud again. My car was already there. I'd go do the runs after the game, get in my car, put the, the press the start button, we start, talk sports on. Ivic has just been, Vladimir Ivic has just been doing his post match. Here we go. And he's blaming me. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck did I do? <laughs> he didn't even put me on. <laughs> and then, like, didn't even put me on. He gets a sack. Every fan is like, choice fault, choice fault, choice. I'm like, Genuinely, I said to, and this is the only time I've ever said to the ownership, you better do something or I'll do something. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, listen, I keep my mouth shut to a lot. Obviously, I don't keep my mouth shut, but to, to a lot of the <laughs> bullshit that goes on at this place, yeah. I yeah. keep my mouth shut. Deal with that or I'm going to do something. And you're not going to like what comes out of my mouth. But bear in mind, I've just, I'm driving home and I'm getting fucking tweets, Instagrams. Yeah, every, every reporter's phoning me. Oh, Troy, what's happened with you? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I literally <laughs> said this geezer five times, asked him if there's a problem. And he said no, but then he gets on, gets a camera in front of the face and he's now Count Dracula, the big, I'm not scared of anything. You're scared to have a conversation, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. So, and then and then I think Scott, I think they handled it poor because they come out and put like the club fully back Troy Deeney and then it, then it made a thing like I was bigger than, yeah. I thought it was handled poorly anyway, Percy, when yeah, it got yeah. I get Scott's intentions. His intention was to go like, all he had to say was what the manager says has no impact on what's actually happening and we're just going to move on. That's all he had to say. But he said, we stand by Troy. And it was like, decent. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> now everyone, now <laughs> everyone, if you yeah. remember, I tore my Achilles that same year. Yeah. And then we had Cisco come in and we was doing well. Tore my Achilles. I was scoring before that. Played Coventry. I tore my Achilles. I hit the bar. I think we drew nil-nil or drew 1-1. Nil-nil. Whenever played at St. Andrews. Yeah. I hit the bar. Tore my Achilles in that. And then I did train all that week. And um, we played Bristol City at home. What a game that was. It was me starting with Jao and Jao Pedro on the left and uh, Saar on the right. And mm. Cisco had given us this freedom that, like, you can interchange. Basically, you three go with us to game. And I was training all week, and I was like, like, it don't feel right. Like, I couldn't get the power to run. I sit on the bench. I said to him, because I was starting up until the point like, of the game, day of the game, I was like, Gaffer, I don't want to let you down. I don't think I can go here. We've got another game. We've got a full week. Drop me to the bench, put Ken Semmer on the left, and they go on, they win 3-0. I, I don't even come on in the game, if you remember. I just sat on the bench. I then go get it scanned, go see the specialist. Basically, a, a if you imagine the tendon being like that, if you snap it, that goes through. I split mine through the middle. So mine was done like that. It made like a, I don't know what that shape is, but that kind of shape. Five months out, can't run, can't do nothing. Got to just get back to work. And he was like, when did you do this? Like yesterday. I was like, no, like two weeks ago. Said Andrews, he's like, how the fuck are you still going? I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. I thought he was going to tell me, basically, you're going to have to retire fundamentally. That's what I thought he was he was going to say. Thankfully, he didn't. And they win that game. But we was in a situation where, irrespective of if I was captain or Truth to Con was captain or whoever was captain at the time, look at that championship team that we had and tell me how you don't get promoted. Kiko at right back, Truth to Con with Cavaselli and Craigie Cathcart. Left back was Adam Messina. In the middle was Tom Cleverley, Dag Goslin, Chalobah. Chalobah's still there? Yeah, Chalobah. Yeah, Chalo was still there. Will Hughes. Will Hughes, still there. This is, this is just your, that's yeah. your back five in your midfield so far, by the way, with Fozzie in goal as well. Then you've got 
Ken Seba, Jao Pedro, Andre Gray, Troy Deeney, Ismail Asar to win your games. Not a bad side, is it? That team now would beat the team you've got now. Oh, easy. Oh, yeah. oh, easily. To be fair, I think, us four, I think us four could beat the fucking team we got now. <laughs> but, so, like, that's not a, 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 a slight Cisco, by the way. You have to get it all together and play in a certain way. But we was getting to the point where, because Caps had moved on and people had moved on, it was like, it was very English workman-like with sprinkled flair with Zhao and, and Sar as our X-Factors that were just, just better than everyone. And we was we was going to go. And then coincided with me splitting my Achilles and the team going on that run of getting into the whatever, yeah. to the outside world, Troy's the reason that we were struggling. Yeah. But if you remember, and they won't remember this because history always favours the victors, is I was the one still travelling to away games, Middlesbrough away. Yep. I was at Norwich away. Like, yeah. it's me that's still travelling and Cisco's going, I need you to get in there and, and get them pumped up because... I don't think the focus is right. No problem. Hey, let's fucking go. Boom, 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 boom. I, 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 got sent off. I nearly got sent off at Norwich <laughs> and I wasn't even in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> because got, do you remember the penalty we got with Dan Gosling? Yeah. Dan Gosling, yeah. 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 You get a the penalty, their goalkeeper and their goalkeeper, no, goalkeeping coach, their goalkeeper and someone was going at the fourth official. And I don't ask, I must have forgot where I was. I sit the F down for a fucking put you down. Right. Because they were they were second, weren't they? We were third or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was Huge a real must-win game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the champagne on ice and all that, didn't they? Yeah. They, were, but they were trying to be like, trying to intimidate, because Cisco and that were nice and laughy, jokey. They were trying to be like, trying to get the fourth on side and they were claiming for penalties and this. And I just lost my head. And I was like, because I know if I was on the bench or if I was on the team, I would never let anyone bully us or get the better of us by intimidating the referees and stuff. So mm. I remember saying, okay, sit the F down for us, sit you all down and you won't fucking get back up. <laughs> and then everyone on our team is like laughing, like Cello and Domingos Queen and Tom Deli Bashir, and they're all laughing. And the fourth side, Troy said, that's it. And you, contract the fucking game. You lot sit down. And I wouldn't take my eyes off them until they sat down. <laughs> and we win. And then we won one nil, didn't we, at their place? We did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the thing is, right? We had that doesn't pay me in any good picture, by the no, way. No, 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 no. That's I how think, much I was invested with the team. I I think because in and around that time there weren't there wasn't a crowd to go to. A, mm. a lot of the time, the the, the 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 TV cameras and Hive Live, for example, would shoot to you, and because you were like, oh, Troy's here, we'd see that. Mm. We did. We had a we we do a, like a phone in thing, and Chris Stark rang in, and yeah. and he basically turned around and said, "Well, I was fortunate enough to go to some of the games in there," and he, he described it, and he he was talking about how much the people cared in the club, and he he mm. he did he did that thing that no 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 fan should ever say, which he, which was a nice thing about Scott Duxbury. He went, "No, he sits there and he's bellowing from his from the box at it." He said, I'm sitting there and I, Troy Deeney is barking instructions. The thing is, is that at this particular point, as you said earlier on, success has many fathers, but failure is an orphan. And you're, mm-hmm. you're put, we're back to that sort of, he's over 30, so he's finished kind of yeah. thing. So everything kind of gets gets thrown at you way, in you a negative light. For that. Again, it goes back to the lack of information, right? Oh, yeah. And why would you talk about Troy being at all the games when we're winning and, and the team's doing well and we're on the right? The things I do, the reason I'm still able to go to any club I've ever been at, and but it's only four, but the clubs I've been at, even Forest Green, if I went back to Forest Green today, everyone behind the scenes would be like, we miss what you did and we miss what you bring. And that's that to me is the biggest like, oh, thank you so much. And thank you to around at Birmingham, like, Oh, he was crap for us. No problem. I would say Birmingham were crap when I was there. 
I just couldn't help it the way I used to in my 20s. Uh, but yeah. everyone around it still speaks to me, still messages me, still asks for advice. Well, well why is... I thought I was the problem. Uh, I think one thing that's been missing since you left is the talisman that you were. I think that's probably one thing that is is lacking most in our team. We haven't got... What do you think to the striker, Ryovic? Uh, he's certainly not you. No. No, oh, that's not fair. That's he not could, fair. He couldn't... No, no he's uh, definitely honest, not you. <laughs> honestly, in truth, look, I'm not a, a professional footballer and, and, yeah. and I, I don't want to do the boy any harm by what I'm about to say, but he, he really looks like he's out of his depth in the, in the championship for me. That's uh, interesting. Or, I think it's the opposite. Yeah. I think he's very good. I think he needs some love. Maybe, maybe, yeah. He, he's, he's, some he's, love. He needs some coaching. Because he's got a thing you cannot wow. teach. And again, by the way, this is he's not my he's not a friend. I've got I, I don't no, know. No, no. I'd have never even met him. I just my eye test looking at it, he does a thing that none of them, no one else in that team does, which is always in the right place. And that you can't teach that. You can't teach us, but he's got what's he got 10, 11 goals this he's season? He's got 10 goals. His his prob- goals. his problem comes with his back to goal all the time. Yes. Uh, if, if, you so know. is that is that he's not good enough, or is that the coaching's not been good enough? Or do they need a specialist coaching with him? There you are. You understand that kind of the game because he's probably never had that where he's been at before. I don't exactly. even know where he's been at before. He's been in. He, he's basically played in Sweden and he, he had about nine months in the Al Svenskan, which is the top. Before that, he was playing regional yeah. Division Three stuff. Well, there you go. Then, so he's not. He's not out of his depth. He's just out of the the information of what's required for him. So who's coaching him and who's teaching him the the, the small nooks and crannies? Look, let's be totally honest, right? This is my just my opinion. This season's a write off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm finished. You're not going to get too good to get relegated and you're too organised to get relegated but you're not going to catch the playoffs that's it's a write off yep. you now need to start holistically looking at the whole team who's going to be here next year who's not going to be there next year if we are in a situation again as a club where it's like and I, and I like I have to I wouldn't sound like an horrible bastard but the kid who they bought in there was an MK Dons and is now going to Huddersfield Ely yeah Reece Ely come on yeah come on do me a favour and like it was a, 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 the only insult they've ever done to me after the fact is you gave him number nine for a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bit of a not not because it's Troy's number or there's better number nines that wore it before me. It's just the fact that if you're going to give someone a number nine, he better have more to his resume than he used to play for Metal Kids because mm. he he he's a little cocker spaniel, isn't he? That chases the ball around all day and fans go, oh, he cares because he runs. No, he runs because he's crap. That's why. And that's he, not a big to read. I don't know the kid as well, by the way. I don't. I wish him uh, all the best. I don't know him but when you're talking about my position at my club I could give you a little bit more critique the same way Luther probably when I first walked in and was playing left wing we paid half a million for that kid mm. I would ex- do you know what I mean Boons all of those people Heide Halger said all of those lads before have every right to be going we paid for that person who's not scoring absolutely not and then now I can look at it and go, well, when you signed him, I knew that wasn't going to work. Because I just look, you, I think you look at people's past and go, oh, that's that's who he's going to be. He's never been a main player anywhere. And he was at the, the richest club in his league at that time. He should be scoring goals in France when he when he, when he did that one year. He's not going to score goals. The big boy, Ryovic, I look at him and go, well, you've played, he comes into the Richarlison, remember Richarlison joined? Yep. yep. And he hit and he was like, everyone, oh my God. And then the back end of the year, what happened? Small injuries, loss of form. He's been basically playing football for 18 months straight. You, your body can't do it. So I, I give him that grace period. He hasn't had the full preseason. But secondly, it, it's, the, it's the details when I look at him, like, is anyone actually coaching him? 
firing balls at him with a defender actively up his back? I don't think so. And I think that's why we got the question earlier on about how do we bring in a little bit of we we we've played with it nastiness in the game, but but yeah. that streetwise, street smart stuff, all of the stuff what's that in fairness like? that. Sorry? Has he got big? Has he, is, what's his gym program like? Has he got bigger? Have we put him in in, in so many un, uncomfortable positions that we can see if he can sink or swim or not? At, at this moment in time, he hasn't got the strength or the wherewithal or the awareness to deal with championship centre backs. He, do, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't hold them off. He doesn't have the, have the screening capability, and his movement isn't great. He knows where to be, as you say, in and around in that kind of second six-yard box all the time. Yeah. He, he's very... I'm probably going to put myself out there, but, you know, give me a call. I'll come and teach you for ah, a little bit. Well, that was the question. <laughs> but, it's like, but you can. You can, te- you can teach it, but what are they teaching him? Yeah, if yeah. the fundamental is be fit and need you in the box, he's not going to... No, no one likes working on their weaknesses. When you watch all... The best uh, thing to look at in the summer, right, when everyone goes away and they all post these videos of how hard they're working, tell me one person that you see post a video of them working on a weakness. Mm. You'll see Marcus Rashford doing hill sprints. We all know you fast. Why are you still working on sprinting? Je- Jesse Lingard was the one, wasn't he? To get that was that was amazing. That that was incredible. But they all show they all show what they're doing and what they're good at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're good at isn't the reason why you're in this predicament. It's what you're bad at. Yeah, yeah. So for my perfect situation, it'll be like shut your fucking mouth for once. So- oh, I need to learn how to do it. <laughs> I'm not very good at that at the minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like because you know I was nearly coming back, don't you? You what? Sorry, you know I was coming back at one point. This is Neil Cox. We do not scratch our eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, eighteen plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Because you know I was nearly coming back, don't you? You what, sorry? You know I was coming back at one point. Well, one year. of the questions is, are you available Saturday? And I only think it's half kidding. I was, I was genuinely supposed to be coming back this year. To do what? As, as a player or a coach? Yeah, coach, yeah. That was... So, that was okay, okay, so what's so what's what's cracking off with that then? What's, why are you not there? Ask the two people that have left. Oh, okay. Was there not rumours of that? Did we not hear yeah, wind they're, of they're, that? They're, they're, yeah, but it, it's always knowing what's what's in the wind and what's real. And no, I, I met them in April in in the Grove and had a chat about how how that could potentially look feel. Because obviously, at this age profile, I did expect to come in and be playing. No. Like that's that's just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I think you would, mate. Yeah, I was, even even at this grand old age of thirty five. But it was more to come in and help and learn. Similarly to what Klebs' role would have been, obviously without him obviously naturally getting injured and then going into the 18s. Yeah. It would have been a similar fit of that nature. And it was it was it was ninety-five percent done. Just the last bit didn't get done. Oh well that's this, what, <laughs> this wouldn't have anything to do with a certain interview and speed bumps and things, would it? Or was that no, no, that was before then. 
That's why that one came out because they pissed me off. Right. Ah. Oh, okay, makes sense. Got you. Okay. So, so See, it's I, lovely I, having both sides of the picture, isn't it? It's amazing. It's so, <laughs> so up until that point, Eusty wanted me to go back in at Blues. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like that wasn't going to work for all of us. And and he knows why. And look, it's neither here nor there. It's just a few things off the field that wouldn't work for all of us. And and then secondly to that, we had, I already had the chat with Watford that it was going to come in and I would have been like your third choice striker, maybe even your fourth, but it would have been more around recreating what the culture looks like, driving the standards, all of those things that were, were a miss at the start. My, my God, we need that. I and mean, we need that. I met with uh, Ben Mango, is it? Ben yeah, Mango, is it? Ben Mango. Ben Mango, yeah. Ben and Cristiano. Yeah. Had a good chat, brought down my ideas, what I think I could add value to. And then it would have been a case of like coaching the 14s, 15s on a Thursday night as well to get the coaching yeah. in. But then obviously helping where, wherever you can help out. And yeah, fundamentally, it, it didn't work because you wanted to go a different route. We'd go go a... A lesser route. And the reason it, it peed me off was because they, they wanted me to retire and be be a coach on the side, be the club's coach. And I was like, well, I, I'm still playing. I played 20-odd games for Birmingham last year with the champ. Yeah. So I still know I have value. Uh, so I still want to play. So that wasn't an issue. And then obviously they said they were going younger. No problem. But then you sign Jake Livermore and Tom Ince. And I go, oh, what happened to the... Oh, yeah. Well, yes. obviously, what happened to the younger part of it? So, um, <laughs> look, it is, it is what it is, isn't it? But... You know, it, it, for me, it was it was it was disappointing because it was nothing a conversation wouldn't have been able to sort. Yeah, is that dead in the water now? From your your point of view, in in terms of, I, I, haven't, I haven't spoken to anyone from from then. I speak to Scott every now and again. I'll just drop like if they if you have a, a bad loss, like you went through like lost three on a road, it did it yeah. not too longer. I'll just drop a message like on a personal one, like. Oh, you mate. Hope you're all right. Always here if you want to have a chat. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And I'll yeah. get back. Uh, Thanks, mate. I'll be all right. Kind of vibe. No problem. Never going to be like I love. For I was there was a rumor that the manager's potentially gone yesterday or day before, whatever it was. I'm never going to message now going, "Oh, hi, mate. How are you?" Because <laughs> you just look like a fucking snake. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But for me, it's like I always look at a point where it's like if I could add in any way, shape, or form, and this is not just me, by the way. Moons would do the same. Tommy Smith yeah. would do the same. Paul Robinson, Robbo lives down the road for me. He would do the same. Legend, Rob. If if a if a call ever came up where it was like, can you help or would you come back in a capacity? The conversation would never be around money. It would be around what's the role and what could I do. But every time, like with me, like for, for, with that Ben Manga, for example. He was like, well, if you're going to play, you need to play for nothing and just get a coach's role. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to be a coach. No, no, we still want to have you in the squad, but we don't want to pay you a player's wage. So I said, let me get this straight. If for whatever reason I end up playing and scoring, I don't, I'm on, I don't know, 50K a year. But the same guy who played before me and scored is getting a five grand bonus for scoring. Yeah. Ben, do you see the problem here, mate? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write it down for you. Yeah, and he was like, well, you're not going to do it for free. I said, I'd, I'd, I'd play for Watford for free. Of course I would, of course I would. But I'm not going to play for free if the counterparts next to me, who are not going to be under the same scrutiny as me coming back, if if they're on 10 grand a week and I'm on two grand a week, no problem. But if I'm if they're on 10 grand a week and I'm on zero, well, yeah, yeah. now there's an issue. Yeah. Yeah, and not yeah. even uh, if you work towards that and you get involved and you're involved and your money increases bit by bit, it was just like, 
Come and do it for free and be a coach. Oh, but by the way, you're not a coach because you still got to train, still got to keep fit, you still got to coach and manage some of the players within the dressing room, and you still got to be this conduit between the two. It was like, so you want me to do even more than I've ever done <laughs> for nothing. all the work for nothing? Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. So that and that's where it fell out because obviously I saw when when I left it first time, me and me and Geraldi wasn't on best terms, should we say? You know, even me and him having the chat, I was like, look, I apologize like for my part in it. I think mm. you can apologize for your parts in it, but whether you do, that's up to you. But this is a completely different entity. This is trying to get this massive club back to where it should be. Mm. And that is a wonderful challenge for me. I can, I'll make money doing media. I'll, I'm all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, I'll be fine. But if yeah. an opportunity to come in and, and create and shape and mold this to what it can be, and it can be something really fucking good, but let's caveat it be really... Totally honest. It can be reading as well, by the way, if we don't pull our yeah, fingers. We're not careful. Yeah, we're yeah, not no, careful. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. let's stop, let's put the ego and our, our bollocks to one side and let's go to biggest. Let's put that to one side and let's put the greater good of this football club there. And if yeah. I can help, then cool. If I can't help, I'll walk away anyway. No problem. Fucking hell. That's the that's a well there you go. There's a big story on our podcast there. There's, there's several <laughs> thousand of them. <laughs> I'm gonna cry myself sleep tonight. I know that <laughs> genuinely in, in in all seriousness with, with Ryovich, I, I think if if it was me overlooking it, yeah, I would go, I keep him for next year because he's proven he can score me double figures. That's the hardest thing to do is get double figures as a striker. Would he be my starter? Absolutely not. I'd look to get better. But I can work with that. I can work that. If worst case scenario, next year, he's your main number nine. Right, I need to start working on that now. So he's gym, like you said, he's not physically strong enough. His gym program needs to be implemented from now. Start working towards that now. His diet needs to change and his coaching, one-on-one coaching needs to happen from now so that we get the benefits of that during preseason and the start of next year, which gives yeah. the club a better asset and him the best opportunity to be the best version of himself. Fascinating <laughs> stuff. You mentioned it. We, we mentioned earlier on about calmness and finishing. With Ryovic, you see him tighten up when he's got his back to goal and all he needs to do is pass to... He needs, because he probably he, doesn't feel strong enough. No, yeah, what, what he needs... What he needs... Like, is a Gianfranco Zola. He needs a Gianfranco Zola who turns around and says, no, don't hammer it. Go easy. Side foot it. He needs the equivalent of that. Absolutely to bring in. Troy, you committed to giving us an hour. We are now on three and a half hours, Troy. We cannot say thank you enough. You're you're going to be appearing on a milk bottle carton in the Midlands there because people think you've gone fucking missing talking to us. No, I've just been sending some messages. It's all right. I'll, I'll figure that out. That's... Tomorrow's problems. We we have we yeah. have to bring this to a close. We're talking yes, about the do not scratch your eyes moment. We're not even talking about. Oh, shit, we haven't even spoke about. We're not that, even we? talking about the semi final penalty yet. Crying out loud! But we need to give Troy back to his family at some point. We really do. They're quite happy at this point. I'll be honest with you. They're all getting <laughs> away with murder. Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos is, is assumed next door. Yeah. That do not scratch your eyes moment, as you can imagine, as a podcast named after it, we have spoken to a few people and. We spoke about cartoons at the start of this. We spoke to a certain Mr. Johnny Phillips, if he remembered things. And this is what he said. This one comes from James at WFC James H. And he's put, can you recreate everything you said based on memory at the versus Leicester? Oh, all right, James. At least warn him if you're going to ask that one. I can't. I I remember saying at the start, it was a huge moment of controversy. Uh, I think I mispronounced Michael Oliver. I think I called him Michael Oliver or something. I was that excited. (laughs) I I, I, I think, God, no. And then I remember the double save being big. I remember going big on Almunia and then screaming that Watford were on the counter-attack. And then, yeah, then it just all went, it all went tits up, didn't it? (laughs) 
There you go. There you go. That was that. Now, that was, as we all know, Johnny Phillips went absolutely viral. We didn't know it at the time. We were all in the ground uh, hugging complete strangers. I was next to my wife, but I opted for a complete stranger. She has yet to forgive me, but it was 12 years ago. So at some point she will. That's fine. The guys also spoke to a certain Mr. Bill Leslie, who, let's face it, is still trading on this as we speak. And these were his thoughts. Let's turn our attention then to a certain match There was something about that game that I think is really, really special. As I say, it's always being shown uh, on social media. But I think it's your commentary, particularly at the end, that adds something really, really special to it. Now, I think that that piece of commentary from that double penalty save through to Troy Deeney's goal and beyond, to me, is as famous as Kenneth Wilson Holmes, there's people on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, to me, it's as important as that. What are your abiding memories of that match? My abiding memories of that game, and thank you, it's very kind to say, and I think as a, as a commentator, first of all, you dream of having a scenario like that. You can't prepare what you're going to say with something like that. It, and it's just the most extraordinary. And I've, I do think about that game quite a lot and go, wow, how incredible that everything fell into place like it did. Leicester to the right going mental. The rest of the stadium can't believe that the season's all come to an end. The fact that those final minutes had a season's worth of emotion within 60 seconds yeah, yeah. is what makes it so extraordinary. And that, I think obviously for Watford fans being on the right side of it, it, it almost seems to me that, okay, yeah, well, we lost the final, but we, at least we got that moment. Now, I know that the professional in you will look to the final, but I can tell you now, talking about talismans and all of that, there is, I I can't think of many who look at it and go, we would trade that for that moment. This podcast has said, as you'd said earlier on, we probably weren't ready for the premiership in that respect, but we will never lose that moment, that moment that was just crystallised in it. I appreciate that when you're playing at, at the age that you were and you've still got your career in front of you, you don't want to be defined by one moment that's that's in the rearview mirror. I get that. Mm. How does it feel to be within something that is the Kenneth Wilson home kind of equivalent yeah, in so, the middle of that? So like- now I appreciate it. I appreciate it now. Like, funny enough, we I'm getting married in the summer to to a missus, and we was in Porto yesterday to do like the food tasting and all that. Huh? And complete budget trash. Never met these people. And the guy goes, "Dini, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, I remember that goal. And I was like, <laughs> "No matter where I've been, I've been fortunate enough to travel the whole as well. I've been in the Seychelles. I've been in the Maldives. You wherever you name it, Dini." Goal. It's, it's everywhere. And like for one part, of like I was talking to, to the missus about it yesterday. She was like, do you get frustrated? I was like, yeah, in one aspect, like 20 years worth of work is remembered in 15 seconds. So there's an element of like, yeah, I, I did score against Charlton as well. I did score against like all these different goals and, and, and memories that come in. But then like my son's four now, the, the one you just saw to say goodnight to. Yeah. He's, he only knows my goals through TikTok. Right, right. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah. he never saw he never saw any of the good it's also it's all the Birmingham ones where he was like one and two at the time and yeah, yeah. he never saw any of the moments. So when people are on TikTok around the house, I'm not on that nonsense, but you know the score. Anyway, they're on that. He now has got to the point where he'll run around here scoring and he does the voiceover himself. He <laughs> <laughs> goes, here's Hog, DD. It's absolutely sensational. That's that's what he does, and he's like he's four years old. So, I've come to the to the conclusion now that, it, and I was talking to um, Jordan Henderson about this. Actually, I've been fortunate, and there's not many that can have a moment in 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 life, but in football history, you've got Aguero, myself, yep. and then you struggle for a third. 
genuine moment where everyone can go, I was there when that happened. And that happened, yeah. Maybe the odd one or two, but I, I, I just try to wrap my brain out. There's not one that stands out when you go, that was that. Was that. It's, mm. al- it's also those things crystallising, because I think, and the reason why I wanted to put the Bill Leslie edit little bit in there, because that, that goes on for a long time in terms of talking about it, mm-hmm. was it, I, I remember when England qualified for the, for the Euro final and Sam Matterface was trying desperately hard to say something iconic. It, do- mm-hmm. it, it doesn't happen when you try and force it. All the stars it? aligned, all of the things yeah. that came together and crystallised and, and an incredible moment. And it was also picked up and made, just, just literally fused in a moment. You know, the, one, the one part of it that I love and... I know. I'll share with you, say I've watched it every now and again when I want cheering up. The fan, there's a fan angle from... So that gets Graham Taylor stand, the Graham Taylor stand, where it's looking at the old stand that you jump into. Yes, 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 yeah. the Graham Taylor stand. Yeah. Sorry, I lost my bearings on where I was, sorry. Someone filmed it from there, and it's really crap footage because it's for like over 10 years ago now, but it's it's the noise, the wall of noise that was, comes around. Yeah. And, then, and then as it hits, just watching people absolutely lose their shit was <laughs> yeah. like... It was it was class and it was only it's only about a week ago. Sky had it on their football yeah, there, like yeah, no, they had it on. It's on rotation. It's only this is the first time I've ever watched it like from a neutral perspective. Obviously the kids love it, so I have a little laugh with the kids. But like Casper and that. Have you ever saw Casper Schmeichel in it? Yeah. yeah. Well, he he's was not, it's like back up because I'll punch your head in. Like they they were genuinely like gutted they just like I've just scored, but also there's like a thousand random people just running at them going, ha ha. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I never looked at it from that, like from, from that lens. But- Have you ever seen it from the Leicester end? So there was a yeah, the Leicester fans filming it. And they, they were going, oh, it's a penalty, it's a penalty. And literally 30 seconds, they were going, fuck's sake. Because it's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. the best end to see it from. <laughs> the one I like, he never does it around, is John Marks. I think it was Moons and forgive me, the, the Watford player who scored the Pele fucking name got out of my head at Wembley. Oh, Nick Wright. Nick Wright. Nick Wright. Nick Wright. No, it wasn't Nick Moons. Wright. It, was, it was Nick Wright. It was John Marks. It was Derek Payne. Derek they were Payne. doing they, they were doing it, weren't they? They were in the scaffolding when we interviewed him. He, yeah. said, he, he said, we thought the scaffolding was going to go over. <laughs> and it, like, it's those nuances that you're you're never going to get them at an England game now. Yeah. Do you know, like, so when you said, like, Sam, obviously I know Sam, but he's trying to, you said he, he was trying to build it towards that. You can't get that because you're in a brand new stadium. Everyone's, like, you can't even properly drink outside. Like, it's all it's all constructed, so you, you, you're you only going to get a certain level of emotion that comes out of that anyway. Yeah. To, yeah. to take it back to our, to our game, it was the scaffolding got put up so that we could literally have the game on, so that we could fulfil the the, 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 the the camera fulfillment yeah the camera angle I remember show. looking at that and it was doing this like it was playing <laughs> the, the stand I jump into was condemned we only had that open yeah. to allow 200 people in the reason I jump into that is because my brother's there yeah. like do you get what like I don't I look back and I think like remember Joel Extra getting picked up off the floor yeah the floor, yes. yeah. <laughs> I want to know what happened yeah <laughs> like, how did how did you end up on the deck solar cop bundled over yeah, you've got Fitz all running down. Like, I think Fitz would just come back from injury. Nugsy's a tour is Achilles, that Nara Nasworthy. He's yeah. there with crutches. You've got Bondi strangling frigging Zola like this. Like, <laughs> no, like when, when you look back at it, if we had like player cap or the, all the angles now that we have, with all the multifaceted angles, that would be a documentary within itself. To have, like, <laughs> yeah, totally yeah, yeah. Went on there. Yeah. yeah. And the beauty of it for me, I've never really spoken about it from this lens, is that when I jumped in, 
it was it was like me and my brother, and it was like I, I didn't hear anyone. And I remember my brother saying to me, "Fucking did it?" Because I said to him yeah. before the game, "I'm going to score. And we're going to win." Now I could never have imagined it being like that, but it was like it, it was weird. Like it, it, it cocooned in all these people jumping out of screaming "ha," ah. and it must have only been what ten seconds. Yeah, but it yeah. felt like a pure moment in time when me and my kid brother, who we started playing football together with, up and down the that the estate we're from were like, that was a moment. I like, want to know how you got your shirt back. Yeah, Still your shirt. Hey. <laughs> there was oh, thousands no. of people on the pitch. If I'd found it that shirt, right over it, yeah. that would have been gone. That would be worth to this day. But it, it's, it's like, like it's very indicative of me anyway, because I just don't think, as you probably can see, I don't think too <laughs> tough. I just do things. And, and I was saying to like my missus, she's like, oh, what happened to that shirt? And I was like, just put it in the wash. <laughs> Like, I didn't think to go like, oh, that's an iconic moment. That's it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got the final now. Let's watch Palace Brighton. Let's see who we've got. And yeah. like, you, you don't live for it. But I remember Fernando and Batokio, they were out in Watford High Street in the in the frigging fountain. And I was like... <laughs> in the pond. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you remember? They was in the pond, weren't they, with the fountain going off and all that. And yeah, all, yeah, yeah. And I, I was just so much in like, in the zone of... This is all a wonderful experience to me. Obviously, as as we touched on being in being in jail for the start of it, it was all just like I was so focused on next, next. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd already seen what distraction does to me. Yeah. So it was like, I'm not gonna go and get pissed in middle of Watford High Street. I'm gonna go back home to I went to Chelmsford Town where I come from. And I literally sat in their little clubhouse, watched the game back, had a few beers, went to the casino and went home. Wow. And the next that day I was playing. I was playing golf at the Balfrey and everyone was like, oh, so who next? Did you see the goal? I was like, nah, not saw anything. Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, we we got all our social media watching Bill Leslie and yeah, Troy yeah, Phillips hearing yeah. his headphones off. Like, social media wasn't as big then. Like, imagine that moment now, like with the, the angles we could have had, like we'd all break on TikTok. Yeah. We would all have our own rights to it and do what we're doing. Do you see knockout after the game? I know, and that's the way I know Anthony. Anthony's yeah. a real good friend of mine. So, like, we was we was toying with the idea, me and him, about doing like a podcast on the Watford pitch for the ten year anniversary last year. Nice. Oh man, that would have been that would have been amazing. But would have been the, copy, the copyrights of it all wouldn't work. Well, I think we'll probably do we'll do it though at some point. But even his site, like, I want to do it at a point. I would love a, like a little one hour, half an hour to an hour podcast where you tee up and it's like Gianfranco first. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. Bitten, then yeah. where's Morgan? Like, obviously all these people I've got on speed dial, it's easy to get to them, but like Vids, like no one ever speaks about how good uh, that Vids uh, first goal was. That was a Wrong. fucking cracker. We absolutely over his shoulder. Oh, for for me, that's up there with the best ever goals I've seen live and yeah. also probably best ever Watford goals. Yeah. But it doesn't even get it's a mention. Fantastic. It's ridiculous. No. From, from from in the FA Cup, never gets a oh, I think, yeah. and I'm, I feel bad because I'm like, because I was the big mouth twat at the start. Like everyone, look, everyone goes, "Oh, Troy did this," and it's like, no, actually, Gerard's chip against Wolves was one of the best goals I've ever seen. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. I played, I played with Ruddy at Birmingham last two years. He's like in that position, Troy. If he shot a hundred more times, I wouldn't think he'd try and do that. That it was perfect. It? it was perfect. perfect. Vinci's left volley is perfect. Like we, and also we battered that team that day. Mm. You batter, but when you actually look through the players that we played against, like their team, it's like they had Jamie, Jamie Vardy on the bench, Harry Kane, Kane on the bench. But, but look at the players that were played. David Nugent started with Chris Wood. Wood, Chris yeah. Wood is still smashing it in the Prem. 
You've got Wes Morgan and Michael Key at centre half, Casper in goal. You've got Richie Delat. You've got Jeffrey Schlupp, like Andy King, yeah. Matty James. Like that team is still playing to a really high standard right now. Yeah. And we call them a new one. Of course, we also spoke about Nigel Pearson and about how he was, it was his foundations that went on to, to do what went on at Leicester. That game was the bounce. It was yeah. it was something that they had to react to. And then the, next, the next year they came down. The following year. Remember saying to Rich Walker, this is not a good idea because Sky wanted to do the like the walkthrough thing in the lead up to the game. And I remember saying to Rich, this isn't a good idea. And he was like, yeah. I agree, but it was a Sky commitment. We've got to do it, blah, blah, blah. And we basically walked through and speak, spoke about the goal and then they beat us 3-0 at our place. Yeah, that was absolutely, it. Yeah. There was like, they looked like they were going to get, well, they obviously did get promoted and win, but they just looked like, it looked like we just come up from League One. The way that they did it, they battered us that day. Battered us. Sure. Well, we sure. we speak to the opposition, and last week, obviously, we spoke to Huddersfield and Coffee from from the Huddersfield. They turned around and said, "People talk about Aguero. No, that do not scratch your eyes." Moment. That was the quintessential moment. And it's, it's been lovely to talk to you because it's it's been great, the fact that we've actually built to these moments because I, I often mm. describe Ishmael Asar as a player of moments. He might disappear from a game, but he'll have those moments. You've had an absolutely solid contributory career, and we've only got up until the kind of Watford end, but you've also had those moments. And I think it's mm-hmm. the collection of the two rather than just because there will be professionals who have played and thousands of them who have played who haven't had a do not scratch your eyes moment, who mm-hmm. have who have not had the 90th. I never will. No, no, absolutely. No, I never will. And that's, and that's the bit I was talking to Jordan Henderson about. I was saying, like, it's mental. And I was actually speaking to AJ about it as well. Well, like, con- con- uh, contrasted sports, but he he could be in a situation, right? So, for example, Fred Bruno. Fred Bruno is well-loved. Yeah. Adia and all of those things but he's never had a, an Anthony Joshua moment we remember when you beat Klitschko that's that's a moment in time we can remember yeah. the fights that Frank Bruder had but fundamentally we we really remember the loss to Mike Tyson yeah. because Mike yeah. Tyson was so big do you get what I mean and I'm saying yeah. like the players that have won the league that have won Champions League that have played in the Euros and all of that fun stuff but they remember my moment actually not my our moment not my yeah. moment our moment and I was fortunate enough last story before I go is we played Chelsea when Zola was there with Sarri. And they had Higuain, his last game of the season at their place. And they they did the new, no, their last home game. And they did the new jersey. And I remember... Yeah. Yeah. And it... I don't know, it was, what, 2019, 20, maybe that, that, that type of time frame, maybe even a little bit earlier. But I remember saying to Chad Franco after, can I chat to you? And like, we had a chat afterwards, it was catching up on good old times. And he said, Higuain, watch your shirt. Like, <laughs> what? I'm like, fuck off, mate, no chance. Yeah. He's like, anyway, he does, he watch your shirt. I was like, huh? He brought him out, he didn't speak great English, and through Chad Franco translated it, basically said like, mate, do you know how many times I've watched your goal? And it, I'm like, wow. Higuain, so I gave him my shirt and then I was like, can I get yours? <laughs> so I mean, I like, you got it covered there. It's like, but yeah. that just shows to, to the level of it. Like it's it's the goal, it's the moment and it's it, it's it's transcended sport and it's, you've basically got to be living under a rock if you haven't seen it or heard it. You might not know who I am, but you know who that goal is. Or you might not even know who Watford are, but you definitely know well, I what think that goal sure. was and where you was. I think it's as you say, sure. it, it wasn't your goal, even though it really was. It is our goal because every time that goes out, wherever it goes out, it does push the club. Obviously, Absolutely. what we hope is that the club gets back to those 
those that those levels once again and enjoy it. But um, it will do. It will do. I, I don't mind admitting this, Troy. It's not often that I say as a grown ass man to another grown ass man, I fucking love you. Like in terms of the emotions that I think back, like watching you where we've been, where we've been together. Mm, uh, and this is the first time that we, we apart from obviously when I um, found you in the toilet. I was going to say, where we've been together <laughs> involves Aston Villa um, and toilets. That's not good. But yeah, it, 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 that it, isolation it, doesn't do you any favors. I know it doesn't. <laughs> I know it doesn't. I'm trying to learn from it. I am. Don't follow... Don't follow footballers into toilets. It's it's one I'm dealing with. What, what I'll also say is that we've had a wish list of guests since we started this and your name was always on the list and we've been waiting like three years for this to happen. So I've even did things like when you did the book signing at the Hornet shop with your autobiography, mm. I slipped you a note and went, Troy, I run a podcast and you treated it with the disdain that it probably needed. <laughs> and sort of, but there's been so many That's times. That's not fair. That's not fair. In fairness, we... probably the fifth person that said, can you do this for me? And you're probably the 15th person that was asking for something on the slide because you couldn't be asked to wait. Troy, so, Troy, <laughs> you don't have to. Trust me, trust me. We wouldn't want very well. We wouldn't want anyone here who would actually come on. Trust me. And we, you're not the first person to offer Justin disdain. We are. Often. No, I think what I'm thinking. Oh, look, this is my look. I know where Troy's going to be on this day. I know where he's going to be. So I'm going to go and give him this slip of paper. I think you then went on the pitch afterwards, and because it, it was yeah. it was a night, wasn't it? And you, yeah, it was you an opportunity, opportunity to say goodbye, wasn't it? That's what exactly that. Exactly that. You had far bigger things on your mind once once it was confirmed you were coming on. I thought. Oh, fucking brilliant. Weirdly, though, I will say this weirdly, I don't feel like it's ended yet. I could be wrong, and it may nothing may never ever ever come from it or anything like that. I don't know. It was just like that little bit in the back of my mind, like it's like see you later, as opposed to we're done. Well, let's hope so. I don't know how it feels to you guys, but it just doesn't feel like it's. No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Listen, listen, we've held you for four hours, man. This is this is the longest. Well, I genuinely have just got a message off the missus. Would you like your ride or anything to eat? <laughs> have, yeah. you, have you been you handcuffed to a radiator? Yeah. Is probably the question. <laughs> yeah, it's been fucking brilliant to speak to you. Thank you so much for coming on. Do not scratch your eyes. Legend. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you, Jed. Wonderful stuff. Thank you all. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.